0: You're listening to the Heidi Rue Show podcast, where you'll hear compelling stories from female leaders, creators, and innovators. And today's guest is Julie avis She is the founder of Batter Cookie Dough, the first cookie dough shop in Atlanta, and her story is so encouraging. Julie spent 25 years as a speech pathologist. Then right as she was about to be an empty nester with her kids heading out, Um, she decided, hey, I'm gonna open up a cookie dough shop. Now, Batter is growing to include multiple pop-ups in addition to their location at Pond City Market, and they dish out 10,000 scoops a month. And she has a little bit of help too, because her husband has been in the restaurant business for years, uh, David Abis. So I'm so excited to talk to Julie. But in this episode, Julie gives some really great advice on what to do if you find yourself wanting to pivot from what you're doing, because that can be a really scary thing. And also just something of like, what do I do? I wanted to share some additional advice as well that I've just found along the ways because there has definitely been a lot of pivots in my life. Uh, One in particular is when I uh, left radio over six years ago. And radio was something that I always thought that just would be my forever career. And so then I wandered into acting on camera acting and voiceover, which I'd been doing on the side. Even throughout that process, I think I still was trying to really find my niche and where I really, truly belonged. And a few things that helped me along the way, I did not do this all at once, so this may help you if you're kind of at that place. But if you take out a sheet of paper and you write out moments in your life, like think about even as a child where you felt the most joy, the most satisfied, and the most you— And it doesn't have to be work-related at all. Then, beside each one, try and figure out maybe why you felt that way. And you don't have to totally know why, but just jot down a few ideas that you have. Now, look over your list and see if there's anything that you could do right now to replicate one of those things. For instance, so for me, one of those things was playing Cinderella in my college musical. I know that sounds so silly, but there were there are multiple things that I could do right now to replicate that. Uh, I could try out for a musical or m- my why for that one in particular was because I was able to create this kind of dream world for an audience with a team. Um, so something that I could do right now is I could write an animated musical or improv, which I've done, or just doing what I'm doing right now, which is voiceovers and a little bit on camera stuff here and there. Um, But I'm so busy with the voiceover studio and voiceover. Um, And voiceover really allows me to have that kind of creative outlet as well. If you're looking for a way to make money out of it, your pivot, then look at the sheet and see, okay, what are some needs out there that may not be met that you could fill, that align with those things that bring you the joy and satisfaction and feel the most you. Those are just a little bit of tips, but enough of my talk. Let's talk to um, to Julie Avis Here she is, and let's just talk about something like delicious cookie dough, shall we? Okay, so Julie, I have to say that thinking about cookie dough, I think for a lot of people will bring up like reminiscent. <laughs> of course, (laughs) Uh, reminiscing a little bit. I mean, I remember as a kid, my mom would make the big sugar cookie dough every year for Christmas. And it would start off, like, she made a huge mistake because she would make the dough ahead of time and she just put it in the refrigerator thinking, oh, great, I'll just make the cookies as I need them throughout the season. That was a bad idea with four kids, especially (laughs) me (laughs) as one of those kids. That ball would, like, keep shrinking and shrink because I kept thinking... She's not going to notice if it's just like a little smaller, but literally by the time she was like this big, um, and if you can, you can't see my hand obviously, because it's a podcast, but it's like the size of a golf ball. And she's like, what in the world happened here? I'm like, look, I'm sorry. This is just the best thing about Christmas. And it's true. You know, so many people think that the
1: cookie dough is the best part. Better than the actual cookies. It really is. Um, I mean, that's the best part about baking. Like yeah. when you get a craving for it, you just like I'll just whip it up, and mm-hmm. and then you know you you start licking the bowl and the spoon and the mixer handles and like every part of it. Yes. Um, and you know I grew up with a mom who baked, so our like grandmothers too. And you know that brownie batter. Oh my gosh, you could just Ugh. like you know your fingers could not get enough of it. So I've always liked that, and I always had a little bit of sweet tooth. And making cookies, with my kids growing up, they. I mean, I'd be like, do we have enough to make a cookie? here. Got right. Stop <laughs> eating the dough. Right. So, um, and I know you're not supposed to, but of course, we everybody has and does. Yeah. But um, th- it was amazing when it became now a thing to have stores that just sell cookie dough that's then safe to eat. And mm-hmm. it was um, a beautiful, a beautiful marriage in my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's back up a little bit yeah. because you actually were a speech pathologist, like, uh, I mean, and you were a mom too. So you balanced that plus being a mom for like 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of went on in your head
1: and your heart as you were thinking,
0: I kind of want something different?
1: Yeah. You know, as like life was going on, like speech was great and I love working with little kids. I definitely... Um, enjoy them so much. I mean, anytime I see a kid, I just want to squish them. They're so cute <laughs> and adorable. But like, I was sitting on the floor for like so many, you know, and I'm not young. And I mean, I'm not old, but I'm not too young anymore. And like, my back is hurting. And like, to sit there and go from house to house to house and treat these patients, it just kind of got rude. Like, there wasn't much I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, gosh, I wish I really love to be creative. And I really wish there was an outlet for that. Like, I've always said, if I could just sit and make bows all day in baskets <laughs> and just like do all the things that I've done volunteering for like elementary school and luncheons and make cute um, sayings and, and write advertising or something fun, which is funny because that's what my brother does. But um, just something, just using my creativity and yeah. my hands, um, that I knew would make me happy. Mm. So it was just to kind of switch to how can I, you know, do what you're passionate about and do it so it doesn't seem like a job, all those kind of quotes. Yeah. Those kind of things. So Did you have in your
0: mind specific things that you were like, okay, this could be a good business opportunity, or were you just kind of feeling I feel a little restless, I want to change, I just don't know what that is?
1: Yeah, it was probably Probably more. I don't know what it is. I mean, I did help a friend who did like decor for parties and I would help her do that. It was exactly, you know, give me a hot glue gun yeah. and a bunch of ribbon and glitter and I am like the happiest. I loved when my kids had school projects. I'm like, what are we going to make? Like, <laughs> because they're not as creative, like, or like as artistic as right. that. And I can't draw a picture whatsoever, but like I can make something. So mm-hmm. I've always been that kind of kid, like in person. Like I made barrettes for my friends when I was, seventh grade and sold them and I needle pointed and cross-stitched and I just could never do enough fun. I did, had an earring business in college and made well, it was the '80s so like huge rhinestone <laughs> earrings? In fact, oh my, my gosh, first job I would love to see this. Yes. Oh my god, I have some. I do. That's um, awesome. My first job was at a bead store in Atlanta where I made necklaces and um, bracelets, and I would go do birthday parties for kids, and mm. you know, make we'd make bracelets. And I mean, that's that's me. That's what I really enjoy doing—just mm. crafty, kind of fun things. So I guess I knew I wanted to do something creative, but I didn't know what. It's just, it's so interesting because
0: I think that there are some people that it either takes, it's either fear that holds them back or it's not knowing really. What is that inside of me that really clicks that I'm kind of meant for? You knew that, but was it just like, well, I'm already kind of on this path, so I'll let this be my hobby? Or what do you think held you back from
1: I just don't think I knew how to, like, put that into, like, a Mm -hmm. money-making job. Like, except for, like, having this friend who did some decor work. um, So that was really fun. Or my friends will call and be like, give me a cute slogan for this shirt. And I can come up with something like that. Or write this poem for me. I literally just wrote two songs for my friend who wanted to do a cute little song parody for her daughter's birthday. And I wrote her two full songs to, like – musicals. And she yeah. she was like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I've just always been able to do that. But how that came into being a cookie dough business, I don't know. That that all kind of merged differently. Yeah. 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 So what sparked that inspiration then of, wait, I'm going to open batter. <laughs> <laughs> so I taken my daughter um, for her 20th birthday to New York. And of course, on the list of things to do was dough. There, there's a, you know, that they opened January of 2017. And this is Later in 2017, that summer, and we just happened to have just gotten in. We're walking near NYU, and we see this line, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're filming a movie or something. Look at all these people standing here. And we kind of turned around, and we noticed Doe was across the street, and that was the line. You had to get to the bouncer in the front of the line who gave you a ticket so they could cross the street, get in the store because the store is about – as. Big as the studio yeah. is, and which is not huge. No, yeah. Um, and um, we were like, what? And my daughter's like, Oh, we gotta get some. I'm like, okay, we're not standing in the two-hour line right now, but we went back when it was a little less crazy and did get some, of course, and it was really good. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a thing. Like, yeah. you're telling me we can eat cookie dough, it's edible, it's amazing, and Hmm. my husband's in the restaurant business he's been in the restaurant business for 30 years um mostly uh, really all in atlanta and i'm like this is gonna come this is going to happen in other cities mm-hmm. so that was june of 2017 and i came home i'm like uh atlanta's gonna need one of these and i think i should do it like like how fun like oh, having a store was always like something appealing um so i was like hmm if we can put have one and it needs to be in the best place possible, like yep. in Atlanta. Like high traffic, great place. Um, and initially we thought, ooh, we could put it at the battery and call it Batter Up and do Rookie Dough and some really fun. See, there's Oh, my- wow. That's, that's all my really creative. Creative. See, that's <laughs> all my creative stuff just like going, going, going. I was like, ooh, we could do really fun things and like chocolate chipper. You know, you could do like really – Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> wow. okay. So I was like, okay. wow. But there was no small space. Like we don't need a huge space mm-hmm. um, to do the cookie dough. So we started looking and so Ponce – was avail- there was a place at Ponce available right where all the desserts are. And we were like, wow, okay, this isn't even going to take much to like build out. Yeah. Because it was already kind of the walls were there. Um, so that's Kind of how that became like okay this is gonna happen. Then yeah. I was like, well, who's making it? Like, hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, at home I was kind of whipping up my own, but I was like, I mean, it's okay. But it, you know, and you can find recipes for edible cookie yeah. dough on Pinterest or whatever. So I was like, hmm. So I played with it a little bit, and it, it was pretty good. Um, and then I went and tasted all the ones at the grocery store, and just you know, really started doing research. That sounds like horrible research. Yes, like it's tough tough that is like tough really job. hard. <laughs> as, as I, I call myself like the chief. chief tasting officer right. <laughs> if I have to taste it all. Um, and then initially we found, um, it was High Road Ice Cream, High Road Craft mm-hmm. Ice Cream. We went in and did this whole presentation. I was so nervous because I was like, really, I need a factory to make this. I can't make right. this in my home. That's not even really legal. Um, so we went to them in like two seconds in the presentation, they're like, oh, we're in. We're in. So we were like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So that was really good until we really got going and rolling with them, for they were. Let's see, so we're kind of backing up. So again, that was June, July, where we decided to do this thing. Got them to do it around August. Tasted everything. Got the space at Pont City Market, which we was perfect. Yeah. Opened November of 2017. So from oh, July, my June, July to August, like till November. That was it. Like, yeah. Open. Like I, doors open. Uh, from idea to let's yeah. get the, do yeah. this. Yeah. And wow. thank goodness my husband's in the restaurant business because he right. was like, Well, oh, you're going to need a sandwich cooler. And, oh, you know, here's this. But I worked with, sure. you know, High Road, too. Like, well, how do I order cups? And what yeah. about this? And where who do you – you know, just – there were so many things to think about. But, of course, my mind's on, like, how would I decorate this place? Or what <laughs> colors do I want? I'm like, what's the logo going to look like? Like, I want to do the creative stuff. Same. So, yeah. I, you've been to my store. Like, the back is all – I decided I wanted to decorate it all in cookie jars. Uh-huh. So, that was the most fun I've ever had shopping with my husband. Oh, I bet. We were like, let's go to Goodwill and find cookie jars. <laughs> but, like, we would go to every Goodwill we pa- passed anywhere in Atlanta. We're like, oh, I was at this garage sale. And this uh-huh. sweet man came next door. And I said I was looking for cookie jars. But he came and brought me his because he doesn't use it. So, like, oh. just the cool things and then my friends started buying me them to like congrats congratulate me and it was so cute and it really turned into like a thing and it was really that was really fun um so yeah we opened and then as we were going actually to back up who makes the cookie dough I don't even know if that was a question but we high road was kind of going a different direction and they had let us know that like they were gonna not really focus on the cookie dough anymore they really were focused on ice cream so and when did that happen that happened in april like a year ago, exactly. Oh wow! And okay. I was sitting. I was present. Okay, during this time, I'm also president of the PTA because I <laughs> didn't of my son's high school because I wasn't planning on opening my own business. Right, and it was like a two year term, and so I was like president of the PTA, trying to get my son to graduate. You know, yes. high school. Like that's a crazy year. You know, getting him to tour colleges, and like my daughter's still in school. Like it was crazy. I'm like, what am I doing? Although I knew things would calm once he they were not in the home. Right, but um, so I. I was sitting about to run a PTA meeting, and my husband calls. He's like, okay, we're going to have to have a new manufacturer. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's our bread and butter, the person who <gasps> makes it. So I had done some – uh, I met some guy that week. He wanted to meet about a possible collaboration. He'd call me back about something. And I, call, I I said, do you happen to know anyone who has a bakery? Like, I really didn't think ice cream was the way to go because I don't – it's not ice cream. It really is yeah. a baked thing. And he's like, yeah, there's this wonderful woman who has a bakery in Alpharetta. And she does a mail-order cookie business. And her name's Heidi. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I found her online, typed her an email. She calls me back within, like, a day, within, I oh gosh, probably a few hours – and we sat and talked, and we really clicked. And she's like, "Come meet me this week," and I met her. And she's like, "I love it. We're g- let's do it." Like, wow! It was a am- it was like, oh my gosh, this was just meant to be. And I tell you, her product was like. It one-upped it. Like, she was like, I think we should tweak this, and let's tweak that. And she's a baker, and she's like, oh, and I have emulsions that make this flavoring. And and it was like the perfect marriage. It was just amazing. And we, like, have worked together so well, and she is incredible. If you ever need great cookies, Mm -hmm. um, Heidi's Heavenly Cookies, and she does all mail-order stuff. And it's every cookie she gave me to eat, I was like, oh, my gosh, she knows her stuff. And it's good because she has it from the cookie perspective, not like an ice cream perspective. And I think she made our product, like – even better. Definitely. She did. She definitely did.
0: Yeah. It's amazing that something so that could potentially be devastating yes.
1: actually turned out to be even better than totally. you ever expected. And you know, life and, the, and quotes mm-hmm. and things that say, like, don't, you know, like the one door shuts and the other, yeah, something opens. <laughs> but you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just. I really just was, like, in the depths of how are we going to keep this going. Mm-hmm. And she made it, like, amazingly better. Amazing. And I wow. just – I love that it's also a women-owned business and it's local. And I can truly say, like, this is an Atlanta product, mm-hmm. women-owned Really, women-made, and and um, but I'll go up there and we'll tweak things and taste things, and it's again hard job. Yeah, um, and we've even like <laughs> she's messed up part of it. Like she was like, oh, I was trying to make red velvet, but it really turned more into like hot chocolate. And I really love the flavor. And we were like, oh my gosh, hot cocoa! Hot Let's put, you know, we started throwing marshmallows in yeah. it and tasting, it. and I was like, this is a great flavor. So sometimes the mess up is. You just it's never the know. Best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's fun. We'll constantly be like, hmm, what can we do if we took this and this and, like, you know, or like we had a brownie flavor and it was very rich. And I was like, it's good, but it's so rich. And a lot of women I would see be like, you know, kids could put it away, but women couldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what if we made it brookie and it threw in the chocolate chip and mixed it together? And like, what? And that is like now, like, one of, like, n- number two. Next to chocolate chip, it is the number two seller. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of cool how. Mistakes can end up. That is good really cool. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and I love too that how quickly everything happened. But I know that it didn't just happen so easily either. That there right. were some bumps in the road, but that you were able to kind of get over that.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't easy, and I was yeah. a lot of times like, I know what I know. Like, you know, what I'm saying I can decorate a store. I can. I, I know how to organize. I'm very organized. Um, but, like, just, I don't know, some of the things that I was, like, QuickBooks, what? <laughs> and honestly, I, oh, I like, yeah. I like, kind of, I, I mean, thank goodness I have, like, a really wonderful controller yeah. accountant woman who does mm-hmm. a lot more of that because I'm, like, taxes? Yeah. Like, you know, or, like, I don't even know really how to run a cash register. So, like, I've had to, l- to learn a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm sometimes amazed, like, like I, I literally have to have, like, some, in the beginning, like, a lot of daily mantra of I can do this. I am smart. I have a master's degree. I, you know, like, I I can do this. Like, I know I can learn even in my 40s. I can learn something new. Like, don't yeah. be so stuck on – and I think that was the speech thing. I'm just – it's just – it was easy. It's mm-hmm. easy to treat a four-year-old for me. So how – you know, like, I, I can learn how to do a cash register or, you know um, – interview. I guess I could always interview someone, but like interview a, yeah. a kid to come work for me. Like ha, what what qualities do I need them to have and just thinking those things through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. What's been one of the best pieces of advice that David, your husband has mm-hmm. given
0: you because of his experience in the restaurant right. industry? What's one been one of the best piece of advice that you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I know this cuz right.
1: I, I would hate to right. have to learn this the hard way." I know. Well, some of it kind of was learned the hard way, but like, you know, if something goes wrong, and even if you know it's not your fault, like someone was, like, eating it outside and came back and said, there's, like, a little – I mean, it sounds gross, but it was, a, like, a little bug, you mm-hmm. know. But they were eating it outside. Right. So it wasn't, like, coming from me. And you can't def- you can't say, like, well, it's not my fault. Like, you're sitting outside. It's 80 degrees outside. You know, or 90 degrees, of course, there's bugs right. and flies. You know, could have flown right in. But you just have to say you're sorry mm-hmm. and apologize. What can you do? How can you one-up it? Um, you know, like – You just have to, don't offend it, just the customer's always right kind of thing, even Mm -hmm. though you know that. But on the other side, you want to be like, I don't have bugs here, you know, like, you just want to be like, oh, so sorry, how can I make that up to you? Can I give Mm -hmm. you a, let me give you a fresh scoop, let's, you know, or whatever it is, but, you know, trying to make it it right for people. Yeah. And, um, you know, also that they're only at our counter for five minutes. I mean, it does not take that long to scoop and go. Scoop and go, unless you're getting something more intricate like a milkshake or something that we do. But, um, you know, to make that experience really great. Mm -hmm. And I know that. I'm a pretty friendly person. But, like, being able to tell that to my employees, like, okay, we're going to scoop and smile. And we're going to talk to people. They're curious about this. This is a new concept. They don't really know what it is. A lot of them just think it's ice cream. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just, like, how do you make – like, always just – make it the best customer experience possible because mm. they may walk away and be like, wow, that was really good cookie dough. But also like, that was so fun. Mm.
0: Even if it was just
1: because they had a nice little conversation with the person that was, you know, working with right. them. So right. just make it fun. And that makes such a difference these days too, because I mean,
0: we can get cookie dough delivered to you know what I mean we get we can get our groceries delivered to us we can get everything delivered to us right but you can't replicate that experience
1: right in all of that right I love that it's a unique concept though I love watching like because ponds you do get a lot of tourists too so there's gonna be someone walking by from like Idaho who's never seen edible cookie dough and they're like they're walking they're walking they go oh (laughs) <laughs> what is this heaven yeah. is this what you know and the, I, I wish I could video that like right so I don't ever know what's coming sure. but then they're like you have to be kidding and then they're just they're like all in so I love that that's love so that. rewarding it's kind of fun yeah, yeah that's really fun
0: okay so Julia why don't you talk to me a little bit about being First of all, you're yeah. an empty nester now. Yeah. Both of your kids, your son's oh. at school this year. Yep. His freshman, freshman year freshman and then college. his her, your daughter's about to graduate. About to graduate college. Yep. Um so, man, you start a new business. <laughs> you're an empty nester. It's <laughs> like two big things in life. I know. What do you feel like has been one of the biggest things that you've learned through
1: all of that? Well, it's it's good to keep yourself busy because there's a lot of downtime, you're so used to driving. Well, they not drive now, but, you know, even going with your kid to somewhere or they keep you occupied like, oh, dinner, you know, you have to make dinner for them and lunches for them. And when they're home, like life revolves around the, the kids. It really kind of does mm-hmm. um, or what their schedule is or who's where and, um, you know, trying to always get their things in there. Oh, yeah, he needs poster board or, you know, she needs a new shoe for this. Yeah. So, I, you know, like life took up a lot of time with your children. It just does. And when that's gone... Gosh, it's so strange. It's so quiet, mm. except for the dog. It's really a <laughs> <laughs> yappy little dog. Um, it's really quiet, and I'm I like being around people, and I, I really don't like being alone. And my husband mm. will work a lot of hours sometimes, and I just I don't like that. So mm. it's been great to fill. My time was something that's enjoyable. Yeah. Um. Be it, it's, you know, some of that downtime is really, really nice, but only a little bit for me. Um. So filling that time with something, a new purpose. Your purpose was your children. So mm-hmm. this, you have to have this new purpose, or you're just very empty. And you know, it's, it's you really do have to find something, mm-hmm. not only to fill the time, but something enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that this
0: has helped you and David's relationship as well because now you're in the restaurant business? I know. So you have a whole mm. new like perspective.
1: Yeah. I think it's pros work. and cons. Okay. It's pros and cons. So yes, I definitely like thank God he's there to like give me advice and help me and like make me th- help me think things through and um you know, help with day-to-day kind of some things like it's really heavy downstairs and you bring that those cups up for me. <laughs> but the physical work too because it's going to be very physical. Um, I didn't expect that. That's been good. But, like, we've had to learn how to change the way we talk to each other because mm. he'll be like, you need to get, you know, hire five more people and, and bring all that cookie dough in. And you need to make sure you're doing this and this and this. And I just want to be like – Stop bossing me around. Yeah. I'm always been used to being like my own boss. Sure. And he's not my boss, but I think he knows what I need to do and he's kinda like telling me I'm like, can we reword that to, hey, have you thought about doing this or Let's make a to-do list together. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> we had to change. Like, I've had to tell him a lot. Like, you've got to communicate differently to me because it sounds like you're bossing me around. And I don't yeah. like that. Right. Um, yeah. That's my job as a wife to boss you. No, right. No, no, So I'm just – I think it's just the dynamic has changed. But sure. it's been good. It gives us, you know, a lot to think about and talk about and do together. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he'll come help me with some catering events, big, large events. And um, he enjoys it, too. Yeah. So um, – but no, it's actually been a really good year. We do enjoy each other. We just celebrated 25 years. Oh,
0: congratulations. Yeah, that's so awesome. Thanks, thanks. So, Julie, can you give your advice for somebody that's out there that may be facing a big pivot in their life? Or maybe they were like you and just thinking, okay, there needs to be some type of change.
1: I have no idea what it is. Right but there needs to be some type of change. What advice would you give to them? I mean, I think it's back to, like, when we are talking about finding your passion and, like, think about what you did as a kid that you were so passionate about and, like, loved and it just drove you because not all kids are motivated about everything. It might not have been school, but was it, you know, that sports or doing that? So, like, find that passion and maybe it's not a career, but is it a volunteer position? Is it a... You know, Or find what makes you tick. And, and mm. I've, I learned um, kind of right before I opened the store how much I really love being around people. So I kind of felt like doing speech wasn't really it if I'm sitting on a floor with a four-year-old all day and they don't talk. <laughs> That's not being around people. Yeah. So, I've always kind of said, Ooh, I could be a preschool teacher because then you're around other coworkers. I did always love that coworker when I was in my early speech years and worked in a hospital and had a lot of coworkers and stuff. So, fine, you know, if I, how did I, how can I, you know, Mike, for me, it was being creative and being around people. Mm-hmm. So, what, you know, that just happened to also come into fruition with this cookie dough shop. And I love sweets and like all those yeah. things. So, like, but I kind of like think about when you were a kid and what really drove you. So, mm-hmm. if it was, God, I really love playing basketball. Like go coach, like volunteer coach yeah. a basketball team or like a special needs basketball team. Like how cool is that? Like you're getting that in and 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 also getting to do the, what you love. So mm-hmm. kind of finding those things. I think that – and then that fills the time. And then yeah. it doesn't feel like work. Right. You know, as everyone says. That's great
0: advice. <laughs> Julie, thank you so much for just sharing your story and what led you to open up Batter. And um, I know I've been several times – It's one of my favorites. Well, it's my favorite, obviously, cookie (laughs) dough, but it's my favorite place to get dessert. One of my favorite places to get dessert. I absolutely love it. Um, So I hope that everyone else gets to go visit Ponce
1: City or some of the other pop-ups that hopefully will come around Atlanta soon. you can find it a couple places. You can find it um, at Avalon at Farm to Ladle, and we'll actually have a pop-up store. Um, But right now you can grab it. You can do their grab-and-go as well as Breadwinner and Sandy Springs. Um, And there's a couple places actually around Atlanta who, or around Georgia that carry it. We have a Warner Robins, there's a place called Snowbiz that carries our cookie dough. And in Augusta, there's a place called Sugar Booger that carries our cookie dough. So wonderful. Yeah.
0: Great. And how can people follow along with batter, like on social media yeah. and find out what's going on?
1: Yep. Yeah. So Instagram and Facebook is at battercookie dough and dough spelled out, D O U G H. Twitter, it's at battercookie d O. Um, they don't let you have that I many know. characters
0: <laughs> but i'm probably
1: you probably see me a lot more on instagram mm-hmm. it's probably the best thing and our website is com, so you can find out all about it find out okay. our flavors and that we have currently and lots of fun things that we have going on and
0: they have gluten-free and vegan options too just yeah. so
1: you know and it's we amazing do. so we always have 12 flavors a couple seasonal ones that mm-hmm. rotate we cater so if anyone ever wanted to do you know their wedding birthday party office treats yeah. it's something really new and different and we're really we're the only one in atlanta that's awesome yeah
0: well julie thank you again so much and thank you for listening um please follow um the show all the information is down below in the show notes so you can find it all there so i won't go over all that but thank you for joining us for this podcast and i hope you have an awesome week